0: This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM.
1: This segment is brought to you by the Zuckerberg Institute. This is Randy Zuckerberg Means Business.
0: On Business Radio. Hi everyone. This is Randy Zuckerberg here, host of Randy Zuckerberg Means Business on Sirius XM Business Radio 132 powered by the Wharton School. I'm coming to you live from my home as I have been every single week since March, um, which seems ironic because today's topic is the future of travel. And uh, given that I have barely even left my house, let alone my zip code in months, um, the future of travel is certainly something that I've been thinking a lot about. Um, I know all of you have as well, and uh, many are even wondering, is there a future of travel. Um, what, it, you know, the title of this show, What what is even going to happen? There's so many industries that are just in such flux right now. The airline industry, cruising, uh, who knows what the future of cruising will be, theme parks, hotels. On the other hand, you have a, a whole sector of travel that's not only, uh, it's skyrocketing. RV sales have tripled. Um, Camping, glamping, kind of Uh, outdoor adventure travel inside the United States and luxury travel. Um, The demand for private jet travel has been skyrocketing as well. Uh, We have a great show for you today, four incredible guests, and I'm thrilled to introduce our first guest who's going to give us the entire lay of the land and one of my favorite recurring guests on this show, Brian Kelly, founder and CEO of The Point Sky. Brian, welcome.
1: Andy, I miss you. The, the world was so different the last time we hung out at the TPG Awards.
0: <laughs> I know. It just seemed, oh my goodness, we were like, you had your snazzy suit. Or we ha- it was like thousands of people in a room. Who knew that that was like probably the last time we'd be doing that for a while?
1: <laughs> for a long time. But yeah, yeah the travel industry has definitely been hit hard. But, uh, you know, I'm an eternal optimist and I, I see hope for the future, but it's going to take a long time before we recover from this one.
0: Absolutely. Brian, maybe can you give us just the lay of the land right now? What does the state of travel look like? This show is called The Future of Travel. Is there a future of travel? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, you know, the, the state of travel now, it's funny, you know, domestic is the the theme for 2020 for Americans. But, you know, even today, you know, uh, New York State just announced more quarantines and checks across borders. So I, I knew that international travel would be Limited, but I am shocked at just how many, even within our own country, Hawaii, still not allowing uh, people to come unless you quarantine for two weeks. So um, I posted a joke to my Instagram yesterday that it's like Minesweeper. There's regions just blocked out where you can't go freely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, domestic travel is in huge distress. Uh, you know, there's been some inklings of reopenings uh, in the Caribbean. I went to Antigua uh, last month. I'm actually going to Croatia this Saturday. Fingers crossed if if everything goes well. But uh, you know, even for me as an experienced traveler, uh, traveling internationally is it's it's like jumping through hoops. And uh, you know, for the average person, pretty would not recommend it.
0: So what, I mean, so you've been a guinea pig. I saw, I think you were the first person in my social media feed who I saw get on a plane and go somewhere um, <laughs> during this crazy time. I mean, what was that experience like? What, what has changed?
1: Well, I, you know, my first trip, I went from, from Newark to uh, L.A., and I went to visit friends in Palm Springs. And I remember I was in Newark Airport at 5 p.m. on a Friday, and I was the only person in the security line. It was apocalyptic. Wow. And it was also partly really nice because the airport was, you know, you know, the, there was no one there. So um, but it was really sad to see all the shops closed. And, you know, there was one uh, Pat LaFrieda steaks at the at the food court was open. Um, and that was, re- you know, before airlines were even really mandating masks. It's been really um, I'm proud of what the airlines have done now where there's firm policies, very strict policies, um, you know, because we all know how important wearing masks is to uh, to battling this virus and getting our numbers down. So, uh, it was a little bit of the wild, wild west, but I feel like now the airlines are, are getting back to normal. Actually, you know, serving, you're not going to get the first class food experience. Uh, you might, uh, have had like six months ago, but you know, the, the travel experience, people are getting used to wearing a mask, you know, get a comfortable mask that you like, and it's really not the end of the world. So, uh, it's, it's getting back there, but we've still got a ways to go.
0: Brian Kelly is founder and CEO of The Points Guy. Brian, what, what are you and your team working on now? I imagine you guys are probably even busier than ever.
1: We are. You know, it's an interesting time. You know, we, our website all about travel, and people have just been panicked about it. So our team is really focused on keeping up with the latest country reopenings um, and just the technology that's going on in travel. You know, just yesterday, Dubai is now using drug or COVID-sniffing dogs to sniff wow. out passengers who have COVID and they have a 99% accuracy rate. How crazy is that? That's um, crazy. And, and just, you know, the, the way I'm, I'm an optimist and I think, you know, the way the experience will change. I think technology can drive a quicker travel experience, a safer one. You know, it's kind of silly when you look at certain, you know, the, the crazy long lines that we have. When we have biometric technology that can help us cruise through airports much quicker, you know, we've been slow to pick up in the U.S. A lot of these things have been happening for years where, you know, reading retina scans to board a plane because that's way more accurate than, you know, an exhausted gate agent looking at a license, right, to try to verify if that's you. So, um, you know, we've been – the travel world is changing, and, and we stand here to help people get through it. But it it certainly has been a challenging time,
0: for sure. What about um, oh gosh, you sent me so information that just like it made my jaw drop on the floor. I think it, you sent me that there were only nine countries in the whole world mm-hmm. that allow Americans unbridled access right now.
1: Yep, nine out of uh, you know 193. So yeah, you know <laughs> it's, you know last year the U.S. passport was number three in strength. Uh, this year, we're we're you know. You can live in Rwanda and go to Europe, but not if you live in the United States, which is pretty pretty wild. Um, I actually am in the process of uh, buying property in Portugal so I can get my EU residency. They've got a, a golden visa process, and they've said that there have actually been a ton of Americans now that have have uh, if you you know invest a certain amount in Portugal, you get you get residency, and then after five or six years, you can get citizenship. So. Uh, you know, a year ago, did I ever think that I would be trying to get EU residency via property in Portugal. But, you know, these days, this, hopefully this will change as we get the virus under control. But, uh, you know, this virus could come back. There's so many unknowns. So um, yeah, it's, it's an sure. interesting it's, time.
0: It's a cr- I, You know, you're, you are one of many people who I've heard uh, talking about buying internationally. I, I'm also curious, maybe you can talk about um, on one hand, and the cruise industry, and on the other end, the RV industry, because those industries seem to be impacted at polar opposite by this pandemic.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the cruise industry, they just announced, I mean, really, there will be no major cruising, I don't think, until spring of 21. Um, hopefully, you know, we've so many exciting developments on the vaccine front. Testing's the other big thing, you know, to get people and have accurate, rapid testing it's still not available, really. Um, so that 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 will be the big thing in getting cruises comfortable. If you can confirm that everyone on that ship is COVID free when you when you leave, um, you know certainly going to ports there will be issues on people potentially contracting it off the ship. But if you've got rapid testing where anyone coming back on the ship will know an accurate result, so I I, I really think we've got to have you know better testing. Um, uh, in order for the cruise industry to to come back, you know, we just saw a small Norwegian cruise line that was doing the fjords of of Norway, and there was an outbreak of COVID on one of the first ships back out. So uh, the industry is is hit really really hard. But I'm confident. You know, cruisers are the most loyal travelers out there. They're already seeing pretty strong bookings into 21. You know, and I, that's the one thing I think will happen next year is there's going to be revenge travel. You know, think of how many mm. you know honeymoons have been canceled, anniversary trips. And so I do think when it's safe to travel again, we're going to see a boom in leisure travel, which will bode well for the cruise lines. Uh, but business travel is the one that is going to really – that's that's the big thing that the airlines need to grapple with, in building a model that isn't totally based on last-minute business travelers paying exorbitant amounts of money.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so then on the other end of the spectrum, we have kind of a- – domestic adventure travel, like RVs, camping. And I mean, you've been saying that that's been having an astronomical rise.
1: Astronomical. Actually, uh, in the beginning of this, I invested in uh, Winnebago and Thor Industries and those stocks have just skyrocketed. You know, you go out on the roads these days and there's more RVs than I've ever seen before, which is great. I you know, for the American um, who doesn't want to go international, but, you know, our country's so Beautiful, um, and I myself, I'm like, I'm going to Croatia, but I still haven't ever been to Yellowstone. You know, like I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've got my cross country trip, but uh, that I need to do later this year. But yeah, there's sites like RV Share. I'm actually interviewing their CEO in a couple weeks. Um, they've just seen, you know, you can't even get an RV sometimes. So, you know. Taking those domestic trips and and renting an RV, they've seen all time 1,800 percent increase over the last six months uh, in in interest in RVs. So, yeah, I've had a lot of. 1,800 percent. You know, the the national parks are so many beautiful ones across this country. So, uh, there's plenty of places to go in the U.S.
0: Mm. Uh, Brian, I'm also curious. uh, I've been following your Instagram a lot and you've been talking a bit about, you know, what's going on with these big luxury airliners. Um, I, I saw, you know, you flew in the incredible first class of Etihad and Emirates like it. Are those coming back Are they gone? What what's oh, going Randy. on there? No. I know. I know. Don't, don't break you know, my heart, Brian. Don't well, do it. I always the A380
1: <laughs> is the most incredible aircraft ever made. Uh, you know, the 747, she's iconic and she's beautiful, but like the A380 is the quietest, largest, smoothest ride, and you know, airlines like Emirates and Etihad have incredible first class cabins, and it's sad to say, you know, with demand those Humongous aircraft only work when you're going point to point to you know huge hubs, and you can pack them full. And at this time, you know there's just not enough people to fill them. So yeah, uh, the the A380 is is uh, you know Emirates, which has the largest fleet, says that it will come back. But um, once again, with no business travel uh, or very little business travel, it's going to be really tough to justify. You know, especially if oil keeps going up. You know, the the climate. um, You know. An activist inside of me at the same time says that probably, uh, you know, these these are heavy polluters, and you know, to opt for smaller aircraft that are newer and more fuel efficient is probably better for the earth anyway. But um, you know, there definitely was a golden age of travel up until COVID. You know, especially in the front of the plane, and that uh, it's it's pretty much dead, sadly.
0: Oh no! Well, I'm glad I snuck in my Eddie Hod first class experience like back in November. Now I'm very, very glad that I, I took that leap on that. Um, Brian, you talk a lot about point, frequent flyer points, credit cards, things like that. What should people be doing with their points right now if they're not planning on traveling?
1: It's it's a great time to be collecting points, even if you're not going to travel till next year or 22. You know, so many, all of the credit card companies have added new bonuses on groceries, on Amazon. So, really, I would recommend people take a look at your credit cards. And, um, you know, if for some reason you've got millions of Amex books and you don't want to travel, then it's time to look at a cash back credit card um, because cash is king, um, especially with so much uncertainty in the economy. For people who know they're not going to travel, it might make sense to switch for a while. Um, because generally, frequent flyer miles are really valuable when, when you travel. Um, but if you try to ever exchange your airline miles for a gift card or for cash back, you know, it's, it's a really terrible value. So, you know, as your needs change, as your travel outlook changes, you might need to change your strategy. But by and large, you know, there's so many promotions out there right now. Uh, my friends who were going to Croatia had no points. They bought Air France miles. You can buy them for like one and a half cents a piece. Um, so it's, it's 106,000 miles to go to, you know, US to Croatia. So they had, you know, they basically bought round trip business class for $2,000 when the airlines wanted $5,000 for it. So there is an mm-hmm. arbitrage moment if you want to, you know, all of the airlines right now have like 100% bonuses on buying miles. So especially if you like business class, it can make sense. So the points game is ever changing, Really great deal and the thing about booking tickets with your miles, even if you want to cancel your ticket, you know, feed someone in your family gets sick, you get all your miles back for free. Versus an airline, yes, they'll let you change your flight, but um, you don't get the money back. You just get a voucher. And the last I check, you, you know, you can't pay rent with an airline voucher. So, airline <laughs> miles give great flexibility um, in these uncertain times.
0: We're speaking with Brian Kelly, founder and CEO of the Points Guy. Um, Brian, you mentioned Croatia, but I mean, where are you personally traveling or how how are you scratching the travel bug itch while being safe right now?
1: Well, I'm in New Hope, Pennsylvania. So I have a house. It's about 60 miles from New York City. I grew up in this area and it is
0: Unbelievably
1: beautiful. So, for anyone looking to take a trip, it's an hour from Philly, an hour and a half from New York City. You know, Bucks County, New Hope is such a great area. I feel uh, there's actually, it's, it's so beautiful. It's along the Delaware River, and this year there have been a ton of bald eagle hatchlings. And when you, I just drive down the, the road and see bald eagles, and it's this beautiful river country. So, yeah, just been, you know, pretty much hunkering down here with family. And I uh, rescued a dog in March, Mr. Marshall, who's been my best friend. So even oh. though I haven't traveled so much, um, it's been really nice to – it's kind of nice to not have jet lag, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. You know I Oh, but this is – I think this is the longest time I've ever stayed in one place in my life. It's, like, both wonderful and, like, just very – out of body, strange. Uh, yeah. What's, your, what's your
1: take on your next family vacation? Where you get on a plane is that is that in the works, or are you a wait and see?
0: I'm I'm a wait and see right now. Um, we're I think we're gonna do the the big like like rent, rent a house for a few weeks and like Tahoe or oh, something nice. like that. And kind of get into a little more, I, I guess I'm right up there with that 1800% of people who want to be like camping yeah. and RV for, for the first are time. A, so.
1: Randy, let's be honest. Are you a camper or are you a glamper?
0: No, I'm a glamper. Like my idea <laughs> of camping is like, is there a four seasons nearby? Like, let's be real. But you know what? I'm, I'm embracing an adventure year. Um, I've found myself doing a lot of things that I like never thought I've, I've taken up golf. I've, I bought this, like a cargo bike that I bike my kids around. Like it's, you know, Good why not? It, the world has thrown us all a wrench. Like why not pick up some new, new things? Right.
1: I totally agree. I started cooking in and in a, near me in New Hope, you, you can go tubing down the Delaware River. And I used to always look at the tubers on the river like, oh, that's so silly. And me and my <laughs> friends did it two weeks ago. We had the time of our lives. We literally had the best day ever. So yeah, it teaches us, you know, some of the most fun things you can do can be in your backyard. You don't have to get on a plane.
0: Absolutely. Brian, uh, quick thoughts on how, how you think the travel industry is forever changed by this, if it is, and where people can reach you.
1: So, yeah, the travel industry, you know, I think we're taking public health seriously, just like after 9-11, where we said, hmm, people probably shouldn't bring weapons on planes and we should probably start screening for that. I think, you know, travel is is an experience where you're going to be packed close to people for long amounts of time. So I think forever we will have, um, you know, the face mask might get, I don't know, I think face mask might be a, a permanent fixture on planes, maybe relaxed a little bit if there's a vaccine and it really, we truly get a hold of it. But I think you know, understanding that like it's no one's right to get another person sick will be like a, a lasting um, from this. So whether it's, you know, better cleaning in hotels, you know, hand sanitizer everywhere you go. So I think in the end, it might make us a better, cleaner people. Um, but, you know, the travel industry is ultra resilient. They've this this crisis is unprecedented. But the you know, the industry is bouncing back and evolving like it always does. So I'm confident. Uh, and for anyone who wants to follow along, uh, you know, pointsky.com is our site. Our team of amazing writers is covering all of the news from cruise to airlines. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at Brian Kelly for those who want to follow along on my Croatia trip.
0: Wonderful. And I highly recommend following Brian and the points guy on, on Instagram, on social, on their site. It's just an incredible wealth of information, inspiration, and fun. Brian, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me, Randy. Take care.
0: Stay, stay safe. All right. We were just speaking with Brian Kelly, founder and CEO of The Point Sky, a well-known trusted travel and lifestyle media platform. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.